Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life, episode 115. It's Simon here, swimmer. And um, well, I was a homework doer today, and it's Laura over there, tired, actress today. <laughs> um, this is our end of the week review. We're recording it on Saturday the 17th in the morning. It's just gone nine o'clock, and it's a sunny 32 degrees outside in Dubai. Have you got a new watch strap? I did. <laughs> it's got 30 dirhams, though. Do you know what? I thought the other day, because I'd just paid... Is that the one you saw in the shop and you said, yeah. I like that? And then you, the, you were like looking at it and the guy, and you were like, no, 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 I don't, I'm not going to get it. Yeah, because I didn't know if I were that bothered. That's quite nice, isn't it, do you think? Did you get that yesterday when you had to get three things from the supermarket? I got it on my way to the school the other day when I left to go to that school on Tuesday morning. I popped in to get it then. On the way? Yeah, because I had to turn that way up the um, motorway, didn't I? So just popped in. Like two minute transaction <laughs> didn't take a long no. time. Anyway, um, so uh, whoa, spotter's badge though, because I've had it on since Tuesday. Shows how much you look at your husband. <laughs> you've got one really similar. It is, but look at this. It's got lovely rainbow throughout it. It looks lovely, doesn't it? Yeah, I love it. Anyway, good start. Good spot though. Good spot. I was watching your eyes and I thought, oh, you, what are you doing? You're reading me prep, but no. Your little eagle eyes there. Ta- Whoa, Betty. She's just having a little fluff of the jumper to get some air in because she's hot. Not a heck of a lot under that jumper. 
I should point out though, I'm sat here in my pants yeah. because I've just been swimming. And here's what I did. My swimming shorts were downstairs. So I came downstairs in my boxers, took them off, left them like in the washing basket downstairs, then came back from swimming wet. And uh, normally I come back when the kids are at school Yeah. in the week. So basically what I do is I strip off and I just chuck my shorts outside. And do a little naked run through and the I, house. I walk upstairs and I don't run because there's only me and you <laughs> in the house. So I go upstairs naked, right? This is be a horrible for. I've already described your topless. I'm in my shorts now, but today I came back, yeah, and I walk in and I thought oh, I'm going to get my diary done and bits and bats like that that I've got to do. And honey's on the sofa. I'm like, oh god. So then I had to go and dig me box of shorts out of the wash, the ones I'd had on overnight. Just chuck them back on while I did me diary and stuff. So yeah, that's the story. So that's lovely for people listening. Lovely little. So I've just had to walk out of house. In me pants I to mean, come into the podcast studio. Yeah, they just like look like little hot pants. I like an Italian man. Italian men always seem to be walking around like this, don't they? This is their like, this is what they wear in summer. Yeah. Little Tom Daly's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, which leads me on to one of the, should I do it now? All right, there's three things I want to talk about. Uh, two, two live things I want to talk about before we get on to the review of the week. Yeah, okay, you going to do it again? I might. I won't take it off. I'm not taking, I'm not sat, sitting here. There's only me, and, you go and lock the door, and there's only me and you in here. No. Come on, it'd be lush for me. <laughs> These microphones don't record pictures. <laughs> go on. I know if I can tell with you, you've always got your camera. I out. wonder, because I wonder if you do a little bounce when you laugh. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so two stories from, from the last 24 hours. Betsy Pearl went on a sleepover yesterday. Yes. She went to a posh hotel for a swim with her friends. Yeah. Went back to her friends for a sleepover. We went to bed last night at 7.50pm. And I know that because we talked, because you made as good a bed. Your hips hurting and it's more comfortable upstairs. You made as good a bed. That's genuine. That sounds like... No, 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 no. Yeah. We went up to bed and then there was some chat because Honey went up to bed at the same time. And we went, why don't you come around out in here with us? We've got a, a chair in there. So she came in for a chat and then the, the time got mentioned. Yeah. And I think we were all a little bit surprised that it was 7.50. I mean, it did feel like 10 to 10. It did feel late. Yeah. <laughs> That's because we're old. <laughs> so we didn't go to bed. We went to bed, but we didn't go to sleep. We watched The Dragons, the new uh, House of the Dragon. Yeah. Incest episode. Very exciting. Um, then we watched uh, the end of Only Murders in the Building, series two, which I thought was brilliant. I thought it was a really good ending. And I thought... They tricked us, no spoilers, but they tricked us and then they did the swisheroo and all sorts of things happened yeah, yeah. and I thought they ended it so well. Yes. And I do think, you know, you, they're really easy programmes to watch. They're only about 35 minutes long. Really well worth watching. Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez and then a host of... Bit stupid. Oh, it's daft. And if you like podcasts, and obviously we do because we're on one and we listen to loads, um, there's a bit of that, uh, you know, inside podcast jokes there. But also they left on a mega cliffhanger again, which means there's another... <laughs> si- I thought they were tying it up and they left on a cliffhanger. I was so chuffed. Yeah, no. So good. that must have finished at what? Nine? <laughs> half nine? No, yeah. Probably half nine. Yeah, yeah. Weren't far, it was before ten. And off we pop to sleep. You know, we do that thing couples do where we just go, night, and we both turn the opposite way. <laughs> you start reading a book till you fall asleep. I put podcasts on. Yeah. So anyway, got me noise-cancelling headphones in, which are the Bose Quiet Comforts, by the way. They're bringing a second one out. Christmas is coming. Um, and 
at one o'clock in the morning, exactly at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Now, my headphones, at this point, the podcasts have stopped and it's silence. I can't hear the aircon, can't hear you snoring and farting, <laughs> can't hear anything. So when my phone rings, it rings, it doesn't ring out loud, it rings in my ears. So it's stereophonic ringtone. <laughs> and I'm shocked awake and I'm like, I think we wish you'd switch that bloody phone off because I'm thinking it's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I never have my phone on loud because I hate people. And um, it's my phone. So I scramble awake. I've got the little, as um, as my parents used to describe them, and I'll try and say this without swearing, I had eyes like pee holes in the snow. Did you have that down south? No. That, that was the description. Oh, God, I didn't need me beat for it. They used to say, <laughs> holes in the snow. Yeah. Yeah? No, I didn't. You didn't have that down south? No, never heard of it. It sounds like a Yorkshire saying to me when, when you hear it said, <laughs> Well, I didn't have much snow, did I? No. So, I got basically it means you've got tiny little squinty eyes. I get it, yeah. I look at my phone and it's Betsy Pearl texting from a sleepover at 1am. Daddy, I don't feel very well. Daddy, I feel sick. Daddy, I don't know what to do. I want to come home. I've only found out this morning she'd also texted Honey at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Can you go in and wake Mummy and Daddy up? And I think she'd tried you as well. Yeah, no. I, I think we all got the... Uh... Yeah. And... It felt like a fever dream to me because the next thing I know, I'm on the motorway. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I, do you know what I had to do? I had to put, you know, this what they called them mints in a tin, them right strong mints. Yeah. I had to put two of them in to wake myself up. Well, I bet you didn't brush your teeth before you left either, did no, well, you? Of course I didn't brush my teeth. Yeah, well. No, because it was seemed like an emergency. And so I'm I'm there and I'm trying to take, you know, when How you take How are the roads? Are they nice and clear? More people than you think. Really? I mean, by this point, it's quarter past one. Bet That's how quick I got I in bet car. I a lot of taxis and Ubers around that time. Saw some coppers, saw some blue lights, so I behaved myself anyway. But I tried to get down there as fast as I can. And I went in, gentle, did a right little yeah. on the door, because I didn't want to wake the house up. The couple let me in. It's the first. I think it's the first time I've ever met them. And um, I went in and there's Betsy stood looking all forlorn and everything. And I said, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about what's happened to, you know, oh, it's fine. We were just watching Netflix. And I was like, you were what? Watching Netflix at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, we're just watching Netflix. I'm like, we went to bed at 10 to 8. <laughs> we're rock and roll. Yeah, so I brought Betsy home and, you know, she, I think we both know she was, she's a little bit poorly maybe from, she's done a couple of swimmings yesterday. No, I think she's a bit poorly. I think, um, but I think then, from that, she then couldn't sleep, and then from that, it's... You know when you're in a strange house, and you're a little kid, and you you want to get up, and you want to talk to somebody? If that happened here, she'd get out of her bed, come into our bedroom, and get into our bed. That's yeah. what she does when she feels like that. Um, <laughs> you've got to stop doing that. Babe, right, she's got a top up now, <laughs> and I I've totally forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so I do the weather again. <laughs> Nippy, innit? There won't be a, a video promo of this podcast as there sometimes is. I am really hot. So. But yeah, but I didn't sleep once she got back. I didn't sleep. Yeah. She was, anyway, I brought her up. She held me hand in car all the way home and she was trying to make out that it was worse than it was. She was fine. That was last night's trauma. So this morning, because I've got that inbuilt clock thing of a breakfast radio presenter for doing it all the, those years, I just woke up at five again, put a podcast in. Yeah. And I went swimming. I got to the swimming pool before the man. You know, the man who's the lifeguard who opens it and everything. Yeah. 
I'm stood waiting when he comes in, which caused the next dilemma that I'm going to tell you about. So he comes in, but I'd had to stand and wait for a bit. So I stood looking at my phone and waiting. He lets me in. I chuck my stuff down, chuck my phone down, whip my top off, goggles, ear plugs. I always wear ear plugs because I get ear infection in front pool. Jump in, yeah. freezing, Wim Hof, set me watch, go in, start me swim, right? Now, my current swim, because I'm trying to be better at swimming on my front crawl, I can do it, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not very good at doing it for many lengths. I do four backstroke, one front crawl. Four backstroke, one front crawl. Yeah. At 40 lengths, I decided what I was going to do was alternate. Backstroke, front crawl, backstroke, front crawl. Yeah, yeah. As I was swimming that one, the front crawl on, the, on lap 40, I see a black dot ahead of me in the pool, and I'm thinking, what's that? Like, oh, insect, no. animal, whatever. Swim, 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 swim. It gets closer. I've got my goggles on. It's coming into focus. It's my car keys, right? Oh. And I'm like, I'm going to be locked out of my car. I've only got one of them, what they're called, the doofer, the clicker. The fob. I've only got one fob. Yeah. Well done. I <laughs> no idea what they were called. I've got one fob, Anna. Yeah. Right? So for the last 10 laps of my swim, which is supposed to be my meditative time in the morning to clear my head and to take my mood from three to 10, you know, life knocks it back down to three again. The last 10 lap, uh, laps where I'm doing front crawls, I am so stressed that I'm not going to be able to get back in my car. That's unfair, isn't it? That's one of those life unfair, unfair things. And I'm trying so hard That's at minute I mean. on. I'm on this mega diet. I am swimming every single day. I'm trying to be a better person. Life shouldn't be throwing crap like that. I at mean, me. I had a moment yesterday where I where something you are you arguing with life. Well, well, no, yeah, something happened, and it was the tiniest thing. But I just stood in the kitchen and I just said, "You are kidding me." I like said, "Who are you talking to?" Because when I was younger, I, I thought I was talking to God. Like when I used to do that, I'm, come on, yeah, what are you doing? Well, you kind of you're talking to the invisible. That's what I meant. Yeah, the invisible big man, aren't you? Or, yeah, yeah, or whatever, or you, whatever your thing is. And now I think you're just talking to life. As you get older, whatever your beliefs are, sometimes you might still do that. I, I do believe in that thing of positive thinking, usually. You can make, look, and, and if you've got positive thinking, the bad things sometimes aren't as bad. Well, there is, there is genuinely science behind that, isn't there? The, yeah. You send yeah, of off positive... Vibes. Yeah, and then, but yeah, I... I find myself doing that more and more these it's days. It's hard. And we're we have had a hellish week. Well, we're going through a bit of a time with uh, the kids and schools and work and runs and everything. Anyway, I uh, so yeah, scooped my keys out, got out after me 50, went to get my keys, gave them a bit of a dog shake, yeah. you know, like when the dog's wet, and double clicked the lock because it beeps when you double click it. Yeah. Heard the beep. And Good. I was like, you little beauty. But you know what they say about the sea? You know, if you drop yes, something in the yeah, sea... Yeah. It only, it only breaks when it comes out of the sea because that's when it yeah. starts getting infected with whatever. Yes. Salt or whatever. So I got home, screwdrivers out, stripped the key down into all its components, repair shop style, you know, and they just take it down to nothing. Yeah, what's his name? Steve. St oh, Steve with, his, Steve with his rotating pliers. So we all have different pliers. Yeah. Two parts of my key fob are outside drying right now, the keys and the two plastic covers on the little rubber sheath bit inside. All the electrics are in rice, right? So I'm doing what you've got to do. We've got a permanent rice box, by the way. Because <laughs> there's uh, that much stuff that breaks. I actually thought when that rice is... How long's that rice been in it? Uh, Four years? At least, yeah. We've got to get some new rice in there. 
Well, it's it funny. It might be past its soak up time. It probably is. Right, let's restock the rice. Because we got a big bag, and we. But yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Like, you know, people they people have the the um, drawer of plastic bags. The bits and bobs drawer. Or the drawer of. Well, you have your drawer with your wires in and your old keys that you don't know what it opens and the radiator key and everything. Yeah. Most people have one of them drawers. We have got a huge. It's got one to the eight, ten, a ten drawer, chest of drawers, yeah, all of that crap. Then we've got another one where the shoes are that's got all that stuff in. God knows how many there is in this room that we're in now. And when you want to find something, can you find it? No chance. There are times when I just think I just want to throw that away and start again. And, yeah. then, and as soon as I do it, you're going to come up with a torch or a or a lamp. Or- well, you have you. I mean, your wire drawers. You have thrown it, thrown away wires, and I've gone. Oh, where's the wire for this? Right. Oh, yeah, I think I threw I can't it. Can't do it today. Please don't do this to me. So, um, the keys are in the doodahs. Okay, are you ready to get on with the week of news, the week in review? Yeah. Have you got anything else? No. All right, let's do week in review. So this is not the big stories, but stories you may have missed, okay. and I want your feedback on them. Let's have a swig of coffee. All right, do that. I'll tell you this story. First one's about dogs. Around 56% of dog owners say they sleep next to their dog. And the good news for them is that cuddling up to your pampered pooch can provide health benefits, including curing insomnia. Plus, it can strengthen your immune system, lower your blood pressure, offer you increased comfort and security. And from your pampered pooch's point of view, it strengthens trust. Plus, people who let their dog sleep on the bed have cleaner bed linen because they change it more frequently. Right. Opinion. I don't like the dog on the bed. I'm you, you. You've seen me. I'm quite funny about it. You don't mind the cat, but well, you can't stop the cat. She's a maniac. Yeah, but the dog. Right now, we we didn't. We used to be quite strict with the dog that he wasn't allowed upstairs. We over the years have become softer on him. He's got a bed in the room, and now, now he's got a bed, so he does. Sleep. He's happy about that. Yeah, he and he knows he's good. He's good with it. He, he knows it's bedtime, and I think he feels closer to us. Like if he could, he would sleep on the bed. Yeah. But I have got a thing about, like, dog poo. I, I'm not, you know, like some dog owners kiss their dogs and get the sloppy kisses on the face. Um, when I was a kid, the dog licking your face was a thing. Yeah. I always tell my mum off because my mum's one of them. Yeah. She lets him now, do it. I'm like, no, no. Because I see the, the trace of dog muck at his own poo that he's eaten. Yeah. And I'm, what am I doing? What are you doing letting a dog lick your face? Yeah. Idiots. Um, who was saying they like the smell of their dog's poo breath? One of uh, Alex thingy off of Taskmaster, was it? Yes, he was. Ooh. He told an anecdote about it on another <sighs> podcast, didn't he? But yeah, so so no, I know what's, you know, we don't walk around. Mind you, I suppose we do go into bed naked with uh, probably pooey asses as well. But I not me. I mean, I, I I use the jet wash, yeah, and a wipe before bed every night because I read a tweet about this. When you get to a certain age, I think, I don't know if it's the same for a woman, but as a man, yeah. you cannot need a poo. Right. Right. And you can, right, this is disgusting, but I'm going to be honest about it. Go on. You can go to bed at night. Yeah. This guy wrote on Twitter, he put, um, I didn't need a poo, but I uh, decided to give me a bummer wipe before bed. You should do it. You might be surprised. And sometimes. Yeah. But you do I do it. think, and we've said about this before, <laughs> the bum wash. In, like when we, when we were on holiday and you know around Europe, 
and there's no bum wash, wiping just does not feel like your bum is as clean. It oh, just genuinely it, doesn't feel as clean. It is. Uh, we've opened a Pandora's box, and now like we've got to have one of them wherever we live. Yeah, but yeah, it's all right going on holiday because you're in there for two weeks. I feel almost apologetic to me, uh, me anus for not, for not giving yeah, it the deten- exactly attention that. it needs. But yeah, so I like cuddling a um uh a extra cu- pillar. A, no, yeah, no, or a cuddly toy. Like I've got yeah, quite yeah. a big stuffy one that I like. Do like to Moz cuddle. the monster from the uh, from the John Lewis advert yeah, a few years he's ago. He's a really good cuddler. Yeah. So yeah, I I get the. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, and I I get it's good. I can understand it. And I, I've got nothing against people that do it, but it's not for me. I think if we split up, I might let him on the bed. Yeah, you're a bit more lenient about stuff like that. No, because you wouldn't be there, you know. So I'd want, I'd want the farting and snoring. I I'd, think I'd what, be missing. I think that what I would do is then put a little blanket. Yeah. Next, so then, then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next story. Oh no. So, what percentage are you in? Are you in the forty-four percent that wouldn't let the dog on the bed? Yeah. Okay. Old wives' tales. I want to see which one of these you believe in. Five second rule. Drop you drop your toast on the floor. If you get it within five seconds, you can still eat it. It's funny. I don't believe in that one. I do say it, but yeah. I don't believe in it. And you say it when it's you because you don't want to waste the food. No, no, no. But I, I um, there's some things. If I drop, I'll pick straight back up. I've got not got an issue. A piece of paneer fell off. You know, like when you have a paneer pizza. Yeah. There's not that much paneer on it, and it's the best bit, obviously. But there are yeah see, spicy paneer. It fell off. Onto the tail, and I'm like, I'm having that. Before I thought I'm having it, the dog were on it. Oh, really? <laughs> See, like, we, I accidentally dropped um, this weird shot thing at the quiz the other night. Like a watermelon jelly shot. It was wet, and it dropped on you the floor. You can't eat that. You can't pick that you back up. Um, science is, you can't, you can never, it's bacteria's on the second it hits the I floor. I can imagine. Right. Peeing on someone who's been stung by a jellyfish. Yep. That that one's true. Right, now, it's fake news. It's not. I once got attacked by a jellyfish. Now, they didn't purposely come for me. I happened to be in uh, surfing off Bondi Beach in Australia, and there was a load of them, what do you call Portuguese man of war, the really yeah, yeah, dangerous yeah. ones. And they, I was in a short wetsuit. This is when I was a lot thinner and younger. Short wetsuit. And they got me all over my face, my neck, and, and I got out screaming. And there were some girls on beach, and they're going, "Hey, mate, you got to be peed on. You got, they got to be peed. You got to be yeah, peed yeah. on." And my mates were laughing their heads off, and I didn't get peed on. Apparently, what you got to do is pour tomato juice on yourself. You know what you're having a bloody mary. That's the cure for it. Anyway, the pee, uh, fake news. Apparently, three out of ten people said they'd take this course of action. Exclaim! It's mumbo jumbo. You think of that? Well, I've seen them do it on like bare grills and programs like that so i don't believe it is mumbo jumbo i think it, I, there's something in the pee like the probably like the acid like ammonia or something yeah, yeah. well I, I wonder if though i wonder if the shot like you're in pain from the jellyfish it does sting it's like bad nettles you're in pain from that but then suddenly on a beach in public there's someone with the john thomas out and they're peeing on you yeah so you're seeing that happen so and everyone's watching you and you've got something to take your mind off the sting. Maybe, maybe. But I guess it's like like you just said, stinging nettle, the dock leaf. I don't think the dock leaf actually does anything, but people do it. Maybe. Did you ever get told as a kid, sitting too close to the TV was bad for your eyes? Uh, yeah. It's going to give you square eyes, all that? Yeah. We've said it to our kids. Optometrists say there's no evidence at all that sitting too close to a TV causes harm to your eyes. 
I mean, that's blown my mind this week. What do you think of that? Um, oh, I never thought it was as bad. I do think there are there are issues by looking at computer screens and iPads and things like that. I do genuinely think that must that's got to damage your eyes. Well, no, extended use of looking at the phones all the time, but apparently they're sitting up too close to the telly thing is a myth. I've got these are all science that's been uh, debunked. Uh, some others, the hair of the dog will cure you, so that when you're drunk, you get up the next morning and you have a, a drink. I I've never been able to do that. If no. I am um, well, it's a myth. Well, I'm not surprised. I think you already know this one. Carrots don't help you see in the dark. Yeah. Uh, what about going outside with wet hair will make you poorly? <laughs> um, you must have been told that as a kid. I got told that so many times. Yeah, and my nan used to say, take your coat off when you come in, otherwise you won't feel the benefit when you the go. Benefit. <laughs> yeah. It's little Peter, topless Peter K over there. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. You're all worlds a lie. What's the other one? The, the hair one? Um, eating the crust on the bread, make your hair... Eat your hair curly. Yeah. Or, or give your hair on your chest. Right. Eat your, eat your vegetables that give your hair on your chest. Imagine getting told that when you were seven. The last thing I wanted on earth yeah. was to have hair on my chest. Oh, but they were right, because look at it now. I'm mine. Well, you've got more than me. <laughs> but you were a vegetarian <laughs> first. All right, let's move on. Next story, TikTok trend. Yeah. Everyone's taping the mouth shut, genuinely taping oh the mouth God. shut with gaffer tape to help them sleep better. Right. What are your thoughts on that? I hate TikTok. <laughs> no, because obviously some of these TikTok things have been, become really dangerous yeah. when these crazes go around. And then. Oh, well, the one, I mean, that kid who died in England. Yes. He, one apparently that, he was doing a TikTok trend, Yeah, they and, say. And then two other girls had previously died from it in the US. Yeah. So I, I'm against some of these trends. Like, And the thing is, kids will do it. They yeah. will. And right, I get the science behind that because they reckon children that sleep with their mouths open, because then you're breathing through your nose, yeah. so you're not getting as much you're not getting the right amount of oxygen so you don't sleep in the right way and then when you in the daytime you're a lot more irritable and often so i've read up on this because often children can show signs of like adhd uh-huh. um when actually they don't have adhd you know like they're a bit like um you know when kids are overtired and they're a bit scatty and stuff like that i get like that yeah well apparently if you actually look at their sleep pattern and do they sleep with their mouths open sometimes that whole how they are changes if you can cure that so i can see the benefits of it as far as sleeping yeah but i'm pretty sure the doctor wouldn't recommend well let me stop you there the hashtag mouth taping trend has had 26 million views on tiktok okay because people will watch any old shizzle yeah Doctors say breathing through your nose is better for you. It should be encouraged at all times, even when exercising. Now, after reading yeah. this this week, I tried swimming and breathing through my nose when I'm doing my backstroke. Yeah. And I can actually get more air in. Oh, I but, always but do when I'm running. apparently it's because the hairs stop more bacteria getting into your... Um, no. I, I pluck all my nose hairs. Yeah, well, you missed a few. <laughs> <laughs> also, filters the air we breathe much better than the mouth. However, medical professions say you shouldn't prescribe taping your mouth shut to yourself and you should seek medical help but they do do this you can buy these things now that you put on your mouth that stop your breathing through your mouth at night i would be terrified of suffocating myself yeah no i i i think somebody like betsy who she always she's always got her mouth open and i find that she's she has trouble with 
like nose and throat and yeah. ear things. You use them things on it, don't you? What are they like? What footballers started wearing in early yeah, noughties? Yeah, the nose plasters because that pinches your nose and yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they work. I, I, she I, she really likes them. They, they I think they calm yeah. her. But again, psychological. I think a lot of this can be psychological. Maybe, can't it? maybe. like placebo effect. All right, moving on. I'm, I don't know if we've talked about this in real life, not on the podcast. Netflix. So you know, Netflix puts these series on in one go. Yeah. So you can binge watch it. And do you remember a few years ago when Netflix came out and everyone were talking about binge watching, binge watch? You know, I've binge watched this, I've binge watched that. Yeah. Now that Netflix, apparently the CEO of Netflix is looking at changing the Netflix model okay. and releasing TV shows weekly. Now we currently watch, what shows do we watch weekly? Uh, Bad Sisters. Bad Sisters on Apple TV. House of the Dragons. Yeah. Uh, the new Game of Thrones thing. All your usual, your bake-offs, your whatnots, you know, all the weekly stuff. Yeah. Um, I, when binge-watching started, I think I might have ranted about it back then, about, oh, it were better in old days when you had to, it was appointments to view. Yeah. And the thing is, we all watched TV at the same time, and you went to work the next day, didn't you? And you went, oh, did you see EastEnders last night? Den, Den told Ange that she, she'd found it. Divorce papers, you know, and you'd all have it was a water cooler moment, you know. Yeah, what's your thoughts on this? So, uh, Netflix could be uh, well, I mean, will they still keep old series? Oh, no, that'll Just, all be there. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm quite, I quite like it. But Disney Plus, HBO Max, Prime Video, Hulu, and Apple TV are doing the weekly releases. We've done it with loads of shows on Apple TV, and I love it because you know, every Tuesday you're gonna get a Hildy Lisco to watch with Betsy, yeah, but which is good, but. W- we still don't get to watch it at the time because life we're, we're, we're too busy. So yeah. So yeah. But, but but do you which do you prefer? Um. Oh. Let me give you an example. When Netflix puts Afterlife on the Ricky Gervais one, which I know some people like and a lot of people don't like, but when they put Afterlife on, it's a year you have to wait for a series. Yeah. Then he makes six. And then you watch it in one night. And they're all 25 minutes yeah, long. Yeah, you're right. It's it's nice to have the... It, it, Pleasure it's, delay. It's in, it's in your life for six weeks rather than one yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you get to be excited about it. And then, and I love that feeling at the end of it. Like last night, we watched the latest House of the, the House of the Dragon and it ended and I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to see the next one. Yeah. So the countdown's on till next week. There you go. Right, mental health now. Uh... Five hacks to help you and me create the perfect life. So this, uh, she's a mental health therapist called Bernadette Purcell. And she says, you can improve your life greatly by taking these five steps. Go on then. Are you ready? Yeah. Let me know if you think these would work or not. Number one, if someone insults you, look at them and say, are you okay? Um, So if someone upsets you or insults you or says something derogatory... This puts the person insulting you on the defensive and gives you the upper hand. Do you believe that? Um, I don't know if in that... What do you tend to do if someone insults you? If someone says something you don't like... I normally probably go home and cry. I don't know. I mean, I did something at the quiz. I don't want to dig into it, but I did something that upset you the other night, right? I, I'm, I stand by it. And, uh, you know, you were tense. So, but I don't want to get into it. But... You didn't think you called me the sea bomb or something like that, but but what you didn't do is go. Are you okay? 
Because if you said that to me, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, because that's an, that's an abnormal situation, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. All right. Whatever you do in life, don't do it for the rewards. Do it for the process. As soon as you start concentrating on money or prizes, you lose motivation. Um, I totally believe in this. It's hard, isn't it? Like, obviously, again, with what we do, we we are, at the end of the day, we're doing it for the money, but we we always put our all into everything we do. So, And we work hard, and harder than a lot of people that are doing, like, quizzes or whatever right but let me tell you like since we've been back from holiday it's been hard to do these quizzes because we've been so busy in life and we're both you know we're both really down in dumps and stressed about a lot of things at the minute and at the minute when we go and do the quizzes when it's good and when we're on form and we're not thinking about oh we, we need the money anyway we've got to do it yeah when we're enjoying it there's so much fun yeah no no definitely we've struggled this last couple of weeks since we've been back because life's getting on top of us yeah you know we don't want to stop doing it but it's just like, well, we need money. Yeah, and I think my long-term goal would to be, I don't know, running a little coffee shop or a little farm. I don't, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I, it's not about making like a this, load of money. We don't make any money off this podcast, yeah. oh obviously. Oh my God, I'd love to do a job like this full-time. But I don't think about that. I don't like, I hate looking at the charts. Sometimes, we, for the last couple of weeks, we've been back in the charts for this podcast, right? Yeah. And now, every morning I get up, I check the charts to see if we're still in it. And I hate that because that's not what I do it for. Yeah. It's pleasurable to see we're in the charts. Yeah. But I don't want, you know, and by the way, do tell your friends if you like this podcast. Don't keep it a secret. We would like more listeners. Well, do you know what? I've always said that about teaching as well. Because teaching, we all know teachers don't get paid paid enough. And I used to get a buzz from teaching and, and I would spend hours and hours like trying to help a particular student or, you know, that was troubled or whatever, because I wanted to, I had that passion. And I think the minute you start to lose that passion is when you then move away from teaching because it's not about the money. So it's the rewards. When a job becomes a job. Yeah. That's when it's, you know, that's when you're on the grind. That's when you're on the treadmill. Right. All right. Next one. Uh, Number three, if if you want more people to like you, show a genuine interest in them individually. Yeah. Now, do you know I, what I? I go on. <laughs> no, you. Uh, no, after you. No, after I was you. gonna say I've got people that I can talk to, and there are people out there that are you'll talk to them for ages, and you'll ask them how you know how things are or how so and so is or yeah. whatever, and they ne- they don't ask back. And I that I. And, I was gonna say because you put more effort into this kind of thing than I do. Uh, I think I've been burned too many times. Maybe. Uh, so I've become, you know, I'm quite a loner and I'm quite insular, you know, and even some people I'm close to, I don't seem to be as close to anymore. Yeah. Which I do think about, but I see you doing this and I see you making effort with people. I do. I and do try. sometimes it's not reciprocated. It, yeah, no, I agree. And you know, so I don't know if the, I agree with this one really. I, yeah. I mean, I think... I think you should show an interest in people anyway and not expect, you know, it's like don't give to receive. Yeah. All right, next one, number four. And by the way, I read this at the start of this week in the news and I have had to use this because you and I have had a couple of tense situations and I've been in a couple of tense situations. I have had to use number four. So I am using these tips. Number four, control your emotions. If you're in a difficult situation, take a deep breath, 
Regulate emotions before reacting. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Well, uh, the breathing thing definitely works. Like, and oh, yeah. We keep talking about the Wim Hof. Um, <laughs> if you don't know who Wim Hof is, he's this guy from Scandinavia somewhere and he, he's the one who makes you get in ice baths and swim under ice. And But as know. well as that, he's got this breathing technique. Now, I believe you can get it online, um, but we watched a series where he the, the, the breathing side of it fascinated me a lot more. I think the, yeah. the ice thing, especially in a competitive situation, you can probably, you know, get through it. But, and a lot of that is controlling your breathing. It, it's about... It's about training yourself mentally, yeah. and the breathing is part of that. You know, yeah. it te- it's me- you are meditating your way through the pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, and I can understand that. But the but then when he does the full on, you know, you just go in, you're meditating if you like yeah. on, you know, like yoga mats or on the bed, and he takes you through a journey just by doing different yeah. breaths, and he and you look stupid because he makes you go <laughs> and things like that. I think it's incredible. But what? when you see the outcome my goodness and I really want to do it because I feel like and a friend of ours recently was telling us not quite the same thing but um the these people got high in a camp somewhere and they were like releasing emotions yeah. and, and like you know like getting rid of social media and the bad of social yeah. and I totally agree with that but you visualize it basically they're um hallucinating yeah they do it in South America. They have this thing called ayahuasca, and it's become a bit of a Russell Brand did it, and Jack Whitehall did it, and oh, not Jack Whitehall. What's he called? Simon Amstel, the comedian with the curly hair. I love that guy, and he's. I've got his book about it and the journey he went on. And apparently, you can visualize all these things, and you do it in uh, what do you call it? Medical. Yeah. Oh, and and I can believe it because there are. Things, if I could get rid of out of my life, there are people I know if I could get rid of out of my life. How, right here. No, no, no. Right but you know, and, and yeah. if I could, I know how much happier I would be and how much less bothered about myself and bothered about. And so, you know, I, I think I would be a happier person if I could get rid of this stuff. But that's life, isn't it? Right. Big one for us this week. Yep. Both of us spending a heck of a lot of time in the car and frustrated with it because Dubai traffic's gone nuts. Yeah. I mean, it was nuts before the summer, but it seems to have gone nuts to the power of two since we got back. Number five, assume comfort in any situation. If your mind assumes comfort, your body will most likely follow. Right. So again, it's meditation. So if you're in the car thinking, I've been in this car two and a half hours today, I'm going to be in it for another two and a half hours. But if if in your mind you go, right, I'm going to put a podcast on. Yeah. 
I am going to get, the driving's going to take as long as it takes. I had to do this the other day because I drop honey in the morning and come back for a swim. Yeah. And so it takes me 20 minutes to get to school, but it sometimes takes me 45 minutes to get back because of the traffic. And sometimes I get to that swim and I don't enjoy it. I don't get to do me meditating because I'm so stressed. Yeah. And the other day, it was again after reading this, I thought, right, I'm sitting down. It's not the end of the world. Put a podcast on. Yeah. Enjoy the time. Yeah, you know? but I don't enjoy driving because... Well, the driving is not great. And I think this week, oh, I don't know if I... I've been out from like two till seven, about three days in a row. And I did have a moment though, pre-quiz, because I'd literally been at it like that for, yeah. you know, a few days on the trot. And I'd, I'd had no me time, even to the point where when I'm sat waiting for half an hour in the car for whoever's doing what... I've got my computer on, on my lap. And Never I'm, stopped. I'm, I, literally. We're not, I think we talk about this a lot, but I think if people saw how much we're doing, like I get up at five o'clock every morning and do an hour's work before you guys come downstairs. Yeah. Then do we do his bits, swimming, what's at school, and then I'm working again. Then I go to work. Then I come home cooking. And you're at it the same. There's n- we don't stop working. Yeah, and, and, and every day, like, and yesterday... I think, it, I think and I'm saying most parents are probably like that. And, and I don't know if it's just parents, but, but yeah, like, yesterday we were invited to a, a drink after working hours, you know, like, for a friend whose birthday it was. Yeah. And we both actually wanted to go, but I was still doing stuff, like, life crap. Yeah. Still at six o'clock, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Friday. Yeah. And then in, in the end, I had to go, right, stop. Stop because that because yeah. last night was my only free time because I'm like, I'm out again today at eleven and then again tomorrow we've got the quiz so so seven fifty bed <laughs> yeah you know and <laughs> but yeah, yeah I was gonna say I had a moment going back to the breathing on just pre quiz where I thought right I've got half an hour before we have to go out again so I just went and laid on the bed yeah. for like ten minutes and just chilled like and I took a moment and just thought right calm otherwise you're gonna you know yeah. Yeah, so I do believe in the breathing. So that, I think there's some pretty good tips in there. You know, sometimes you can read this and just be like, oh, I just mumbo jumbo. I think some are easier than others. I think the breathing, you can do wherever you are. I think, um, I don't know, being bold and saying, saying something back to somebody in a nice way is hard. Definitely, but it might make things better. All right, that's the uh, mental health bit. Story from Mumsnet now. Um, a mum was on Mum's Net. You've seen? Have you be, Have you ever been on Mum's Net? I think that could be a proper rabbit hole for you. Ugh. No, but you said. Uh, but I know you do look through the Facebook groups, even mm-hmm. though you don't like them. I don't look through them. I don't. I genuinely these mums groups. I never look through them. I'm. I've told you before reasons I'm on them, and when they they're on my feed, I think sometimes if one of your friends on Facebook has liked or right. commented, it pops up on your feed. I don't know how it works, but. A mum's gone on Mum's Net, which is apparently like the, know, yeah. the mum's mafia in the UK. It's, it's absolutely huge. It's one of the biggest websites in yeah. Britain. And a mum has begged for help on keeping her kids' school shirts looking box fresh. Now, we've all seen this. Shirts looking off-white, tied marks around the collar, stiff yellow underarms. Yeah. And tips came in. Yeah. Now, I know you, you did something with honeys well, recently. Yeah. Well, Leo used to get the um, collar... Tide mark. Yeah, and and honey um, gets the deodorant mark. Crispy pits. Um, tips coming in here. Uh, where are they again? Soak them occasionally in... Now, by the way, there's a lot of words in this that I don't even know. So I'll give you a little ding every time I hear a word that I don't know. 
Soak them occasionally in Milton. You know what Milton is. No, I don't. It's a sterilising fluid. Is that what gets the tea off the cups, the stains? You can use that, but yeah, the sterilising fluid, like you used to put like babies' dummies in it or... Yeah, I wouldn't know what that was. We've got it in the cupboard. We have got it. Soak them occasionally in Milton and drying in the sun helps. Tip number two, wash your whites separately and add a scoop of vanish white... Plus a Dr. Beckman's Glow white sachet. Right. My mum is the queen of uh, getting stuff out of like, whites. She's, she loves her vanish. I, I do use vanish. The Dr. Becker. Is it Becker? Beckman. Beckman. I discovered it recently because I tried everything to try and get those stains out of the armpits, right? Yeah. The deodorant stains. I did the, the bicarbonate soda, the white vinegar, yeah. the bleach, which apparently is the worst thing. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I tried everything and I think I did rub vanish in it and it didn't work. Then I got the Dr. Beckman's, it's called, it's like for that, it's sweat spray or whatever. Yeah. It, nice. It, yeah, you know what I mean, it, for, the, for uh-huh. the stains, but it did, it didn't remove them totally, but it did improve really it better. a lot. I think it's one of those things, if you'd have got it sooner, she's been wearing that school shirt for a year. Yes. If you'd have got it sooner, you could have probably maintained and I the think, wipes. Yeah, you meant to do it more regularly. And also your shirt. That you managed to get tomato, whatever sauce or something. Pasta sauce, Pasta, pizza yep. sauce last night, first bite. Uh, your white shirt, ha- straight away spray some Dr. Beckman's stain remover on it because I'm now. Is ha- it come out though? Yes, straight away. I watched it vanish. <laughs> okay. Number three, put an oxy stain remover in the pre wash drawer and set your machine to do a pre wash before the normal wash. <laughs> oh, that sounds. It sounds free like washes and blur. Yeah. yeah. Finally, one mum even went as far as to discuss washing frequency. So let me run. I'm going to run through these, and you tell me how often they get washed. Right? I mean, I know obviously because we do both do the washing. <clears throat> <laughs> well, our kids don't wear blazers. How often would you wash a blazer if they had blazers? Uh, well, they they don't. I would only be buying one blazer, so that it would be once a week. Never. This one woman says you don't ever need to wash blazers. Trousers. Oh, well, Honey has three pairs, so she wears them every two days. So you wear, you're wear you washing trousers every two days? Yeah. Jumpers? School jumpers? School jumpers. Uh, out here, I think they're probably getting sweatier than they would in the UK. I would, again, every two to three days. Once a week, she says. And the shirts, she says, hot wash and daz. Simple as that. Yeah. Well, so there you go. Again... Uh, Look at husbandandwifepod at gmail.com. Any of the stories you're hearing today and you've got any feedback on, please do email us because we do love to get your emails. I've, I've got a little tip. Go on. If they get chewing gum on them, peanut butter. Peanut butter, rub it on it. Stick it in, I know the, the freezer thing, but the peanut butter works. We've got a story about that, Brian. Got time. <laughs> right, I got one here. Uh, this is a, a school again. Last week we did one on school and the things you should do. This is about. What if your kid comes home from school? Yeah. So hypothetically, Betsy Pearl. Now, I want to state from the off that Betsy Pearl loves her teacher and actually loves all the teachers. Yes, she not does. off with no, any. No, no, she does. She loves. This is teacher. not about Betsy Pearl. Yeah. But it's about. So I'm going to use her hypothetically because I got this new story earlier in the week. What if she came home? Yeah. And was really upset and didn't like her new teacher. Right. There's yep. been an article on this, and it's uh, seven tips for sorting that problem out. So I just want your opinion on these. Number one, don't pick sides. Never tell your kid that you don't like the teacher either. Um, yeah, I, I don't get. I I'll be honest here. 
one of the teachers of one of our children over the years. Could be any time. Yes. Could, not obviously not could, the current year. Could no no no. No, it's not. It's hundred percent not. Um I We have, have so many but I don't, there is one teacher, we have so many teachers I wasn't fond of, right? Right. Uh so Mr. Kenwright. <laughs> no. He's Mr. Kenwright. No. Right, so Miss Clark. Shush. <laughs> I didn't think Edmonds. They no no no. <laughs> shut up. And it wasn't I, I didn't dislike them. Yeah, I'm only I joking. just think and I, uh, you you should probably about to work this out in your head. They just weren't a very good teacher. Like uh, every time they spoke to the child children, they huffed and it was like they did not like being in their job. Which, I think I know. So for me... Comes to our quiz every week. I'm joking. I'm <laughs> no, joking. it's not. No, no, no. <laughs> and so if you're in that, if you feel like that, you shouldn't be teaching. So the first one, don't pick sides. Never tell your kids you don't like the teacher either. Number two, listen to your children's concerns, but remain impartial. Yeah. Number three, schedule a meeting with your school and talk it out. So not with the teacher, with the, with the senior leaders. I think maybe with the teacher. Um, yeah. Make sure it's not just nerves. Now, this story's out because it's the start of term. Yeah. It's a bit late to Dubai because we started a few weeks ago, but this English school's yeah, only yeah, went yeah. back, didn't they? Make sure it's not just nerves. Five, teach your child to speak up. Get them to talk to the teacher about it. Yeah, no, 100... I think that's a great idea. No, no, no. And the thing is, the kids sometimes are too scared to, and then they'll come home, and then, you know, I don't know, sometimes Betsy might tell me a story about Joe Bloggs has done such and such or said such and Ken such. Right. <laughs> she doesn't even go to that school. Shush. <laughs> yeah, so she'll say something and I'm like, so did you tell the teacher? And I'm not one of these that you, where you've you got to go and tell the teacher about everything. You know, and then she's like, oh, well, I didn't want to. I, 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 I didn't think I should. And I was like, you know, if, if that kid says anything like that again, go and say something. Yeah, I think that's it. And it's, when I was at school, like I got bullied at school and... The thought of that was terrifying. So when I tell the kids to do things like this, you know, Honey, Betsy, Leo, whoever, I always said to think to myself, God, I want to be able to do that. But kids are yeah. different these days. Well, I, so. I mean, you know, I don't think kids should be going, oh, so-and-so flicked a rubber across the table. Yeah. You know, like ignore stuff like that. But when Prison it's, life, innit? When it's, um, I don't know, if more personal attacks, yeah. then yeah. I think you should. Number six, give it time. Time is a great healer. I mean, we've seen this, certainly with Betsy, one day... School is the greatest thing on earth. She is absolutely buzzing. The next day, a tiny little thing will happen. Yeah. I am never going in that hellhole again. The next day, God, I love school. Yeah. No, so I think, it, and I, you know, especially for the kids, most of them change classes in primary. They change classes across each year. So it takes a while for them to get used to their new friends, a new classroom, their new teachers. So, yeah, you've got you've to give it time. Number seven, get them noticed. Speak to their new teacher about your child's hobbies, interests and personality. So, basically, make them more personable with them. I 100% agree. The best teachers over the years have been those teachers that know what the child is into and know the strengths. And I don't mean, I don't mean just Betsy. I mean the whole class. I mean, you know, and, and Honey and Leo. When, when you see teachers that go oh, you love doing this, and then they, they play yeah. to it, or, oh, that, that football team, yeah, you know, that's your football team. When you get a bit of personal from a yeah. teacher, it makes you feel like a superstar. Yes. Don't you? Yeah. Not us so much, but um, uh, that's it. I think that's, So I think that's a pretty good list. On the whole, I think that's a good uh, some good advice in there. Yeah. You know, if you're going through anything like that. Laura, how would you like your house to be a show home? 
No. This is another list for you. I like these lists. Oh. What? Go on, tell me why you just made that noise. Stop looking at the time because we've got to get through it. There's not much left. <laughs> if you're not enjoying the podcast, you'll make it nobody else no, enjoy no, no. it. No, I, like, I, I thought that when you said that, I thought that was it. I no, thought... it's not it. I'll tell you when it's it. Right, okay. This is why we do the end of the week review. Okay. People will have missed these stories. You've not read these stories in papers, have you? Uh, uh, no, but I've heard a couple of them. Okay. Is How's your house? Is it a show home? Right, here's some tips. And, but this is a good one because you are very house proud, you know. Um, a pr- cleaning expert, Neat Caroline. That's her socials name. Yeah. Neat Caroline has got five nuggets to turn your house into a gorgeous home. Number one, make the bed. Yep, 100%. Uh, don't rush through this. <laughs> no, no, I'm not rushing through it. But How much have we said this to our kids? I, I just, it seems like a pointless task, but when you walk past a room and the bed is made, it's so much nicer. And to get back into it at the end of the night is so bed. nice. It's quite annoying to do. It's only a quick job in it, making a bed, but it can be quite annoying. But it makes a world of difference. And what she says is, if you make the bed, as soon as you see a bed made and the room tidy... Mm-hmm. It inspires you to do other stuff because you want the house yeah. to be like that. Well, I go around the house at the beginning of the day and I make sure all the beds are made. You give it a zhuzh. Yeah. You? you give it a zhuzh. Um, number two, wipe your kitchen surfaces down immediately after using them. And, and actually, number three is same with the dining table. Wipe every time straight after eating. I do that all the time. Simple tips. And I feel like I'm the only one that does this. I get out me disinfectant spray. spray. The rest of you don't seem to do it. Well, I, for me, I don't like bending down, do I? Uh, number four, <sighs> whatever you're doing in the house, clean as you go. Then you won't be stressed out. I love this term. Right. Then you won't be stressed out at future mess. Now, again, I feel like I'm one of the few people in the house that do this, right? Right. Before you said that, think about me cooking a big meal. No, no, no. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the rest of the family. Oh, right. So what we, maybe what you should have said then is <laughs> we are probably the only two people in the now, house that do I this. I am going to out her, right? Because she moans. <gasps> is it a honey moment? <laughs> is she, it a honey moment? She, she's like, oh, talking about me on the podcast again. And apparently she's got, some, she's got some deals with some of the teachers now that they have to tell her. Oh, do they? Yeah. Well, I'll have some deals with them teachers. They might not be winning any more prizes at quiz. Right. So my, you've got to be kidding me yesterday moment I like I said I have had I had one oh I had one of those weeks and yesterday again driving back and forth I have got I I like my to-do list I've got so many things on my to-do list that I had to get done yesterday and I get back and I'd I'd done a a shopping order like just a a quick grocery order because I needed stuff for lunches for today and anyway, they come whilst I'm upstairs getting Betsy's ready for her sleepover, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm in the middle of so many different jobs at this point. Honey answers the door, gets the bags. In, inside door, shuts door, gets back on her phone. Leaves them on the side, right? Then goes wherever she goes. So I come down. The two bags with all the groceries are still just left on the side. Water melting. It Vegetables taken going a, off. Two minutes to put that stuff away. Five minutes to put that stuff away. Then I look where she's been. And we've got like one of those reclining chairs in the kitchen. And yeah. it, it, like from friends. Anyway, there's her lunchbox from school on the 
uh, sat at the cabinet next to this chair open there's a a like juice drink that she's obviously taking a sip out of and doesn't like left next to it empty wrappers then there's a tangerine skin and it's just all left there and she's gone wherever she's gone and i was just like i I cannot she's not past the stage yet has she there's a stage she needs to get past where she becomes a valuable member of the adult community you know like I just thought she knows right now how stressed I am, how many jobs I'm doing, and the fact that I had to go back out again. Right. It happened the other day when we were trying to help Betsy with the spelling. And you made this happen, actually. Because it was the day that I'd cooked the, uh, what did we had? Sweet potatoes and halloumi uh, burgers we'd had. And you got up to take your plate into the kitchen. And there was a bit of stuff that needed putting away in the kitchen. And... I thought, well, this is her job. She that Her job is the dishwasher. And you went, can you just run through Betsy's spellings with her? And then I can hear you clattering around in the kitchen. And I went to her, you go and do the kitchen. And she went, I've got to do these spellings. And I'm like, I'll do the spellings. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, affronted, of course. Yeah, so, but I do when I'm cooking, you know, because I cook from scratch these days. And when I do it, I do all the dishes on the way and yeah. try and keep everything clean. Because I hate walking into a kitchen when someone's been cooking. You can't enjoy the meal because you know you've got a 20-minute tidy up after. And if you've had a cup of tea when you get up, take your cup, put it in the sink or put it in the dishwasher, whatever. But Our kids do not get that oh. one. Finally, this is still on the house proud thing. Put dirty clothes straight in the laundry basket. So again, this is a great one. Again, she's the worst one in the house for that. <laughs> We've she got to stop talking about it. No, no. She knows she is. I, I've had this like almost joke with her many a time right that's the end of that i think that were a good list don't you i think that's five great things i think we do a lot of them and i think if we didn't have children this house would be amazing (laughs) couple of quickies the world of chess is being rocked this is not a list i've got a couple of more lists the world of chess is being rocked by a bizarre theory have you read this story this is true and it's incredible the world of chess is being rocked by a bizarre theory that Hans Nyman won his game against Grandmaster Magnus Carlsen thanks to a set of tactically placed bottom beads. You know the beads. Yeah. Which buzzed a series of Morse code messages by remote control telling him his next best move as he played. Oh my goodness. Now, that, get that in the Queen's Gambit, the next series. So he's got yeah. a vibe, something that vibrates in his bottom. His manager is looking down on this. His manager's got Google on. What's best move I can play from this position? And he's sending him. He sat there. Buzz, 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 buzz. Now, they must have practiced this because if I was doing this now, right? Yeah. And I had them in. Goodness knows I'd get them in. But then if you sat, let's say we're doing this podcast and you go, oh, with a buzzer in your hand, I'd be like that. <laughs> Yeah, and there's a lot of lot of formations, isn't there? Moves, and I don't know quite how you do the. the Are we talking about chess or the the beat? <laughs> Who wants to be a millionaire? Could be the next. Um... It could be. Well, when I read this story, I read it in this um, dirty gossip email that I get about celebrities, pop bitch, it's called, and they said that there was a talent show judge on one of the big talent shows in Britain, I think I can pretty much guess which one it is. Yeah. Who does the same, female, she does the same, and her hubby has the clicker. So 
on TV and at parties and stuff like that, he's uh, got his little remote control. <laughs> anyway, I'm not saying anymore. Think about it. Give me give me some initials. Who do you think it would be? Um, A H. Uh, quick here. New research on primate behaviour, primate behaviour during the pandemic found that baboons had a lot more nookie. He says, keeping it PG. They had a lot more nookie in zoos when the public wasn't watching them. Oh, well. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, whenever you see animals, and I don't like going to zoos, as you know. No, and I think you can see the primates are looking up. Like, you can see, and, it, and the big cats, when people are looking at them, you can see that they don't, they're not comfortable with it. No, uh, but that's just a quickie. And it's totally understandable, isn't it? Well, um, I'm not a an exhibitionist either. I, I prefer... Not people not watching. I'm going to refrain from comment. <laughs> right, very quickly. Eight signs that lead to premature aging. Count how many of these you do. Oh, don't because this is... Count how many you do. So if you're feeling a bit saggy and wrinkly, I'd written that down for not yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. One, drinking too much. Yep. I, I, you do that, do you think? No, I did. Used, I think I used okay. to. I think I've calmed down for one... But that, I think now, you know, let's talk about now. So drinking too much. Or do you think the effects of it have... Yeah, no, I think the effects of it do make a difference. To the sun? Yep, 100%. Oh, I don't. I don't. I'm not a sun worshiper. I'm talking about you. Count yours. Okay, yeah. yeah. Three, smoking. No. Four, a bad diet. Um, Better now, but... Yeah. Five, being too stressed. Yes. Six, skipping vitamins. No, I try. I I, I take my vitamins every day. Seven, lack of sleep. Yes. Sleep and stress so far. Eight, sitting down a lot. No. So out of all of them, how did you get Two. Them? Two out of eight. Sleep and stress. I I scored myself five out of eight. How? So I, well, the sun, I think I probably get a bit too much sun. I don't think you do. Bad diet. I'm on a good diet now. Yeah, I'm with, veg- I'm with vegetarians. So you're not having bad diet then. Being too stressed, yes. Skipping vitamins, no. Like sleep, yes. Sitting down a lot, yes. Maybe four then. I think three. I don't think you're a sun worshiper. But I said, you know, five out of eight and I look like a man half my age. Fat don't crack. However, <laughs> me, I've got two and look at my wrinkles. You look amazing. Nah. Lift your top up again. We're getting there, Laura. We're getting there. If it's bad for you, what it must be like for listeners. All right. Um, we've talked about this, I know, because I was so shocked by it. I have been really struggling with how much Betsy's on a phone. And a few years ago, when Honey first started using a phone, we had to crack down on her big time because she was, we couldn't, she was addicted and she was miserable and she's still a bit like it actually, but she was really bad for a while and we came to loggerheads about it. And I don't know if you gave Betsy a phone a little bit too young, I don't know. New research suggests 10 year old children could be missing up to a full night's sleep every week because of excess social media time. 70% of kids surveyed use social media for four hours per day. And most said two hours of that was before bedtime. 13% said they would check apps in the middle of the night, with the most popular being YouTube, Snapchat and TikTok. The research says children are losing eight to nine hours sleep per week. And the biggest reason these kids are logging in is FOMO, fear of missing out what the mates are doing. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on that? I think actually that applies more to Honey than it does to Betsy because Betsy does not have her electronics with her at night oh definitely not so she she's got a cut off time where because i need her to do that 
because it, it does make them hyper. So I need her to calm before she gets yeah. to bed. So yeah, she has a cutoff time. Obviously, honey, she's too old to give her a cutoff time. And I think honey, when she wakes up, she picks her phone up. She starts looking through chats. She starts looking at... It was funny because when this story came out, I was driving her to school and I ran through these stats with her. And she kind of justified, this is what yeah. you do with your phone. Yeah, no, no, no. And you do it and I do it. We justify how much we use it because it's like, oh, but I've got to do this. But what you do, and Honey said at school, I don't know if she passed this on to you, she said they learned that every time you look at your screen, if you're, do, if you're doing an essay or doing some quiz work, if you look at your phone and look at something else, yeah. it takes you 17 minutes to focus again. Oh, I was, I don't know, if, I was must have been a couple of days ago. I was doing a load of quiz work or whatever work and I was quite focused. And then I think, I don't know if I had messaged somebody earlier and then I started having back and forths with all these like WhatsApp messages. And I was like, oh, I, I've spent nearly an hour now on my phone rather than focusing on my work and it really annoyed me but that's really the only reason I ever use my phone is either to do posts for the quiz or to message people yeah and I feel bad if I've not messaged back you see so I'm that's the only reason I use my phone but yeah I think um I I definitely if I could I'd say to people either don't have your phone in your room but I again I use mine for reading my book but and again, I do a podcast, but I do think if we both didn't have them there, you'd have nothing to do but go to sleep. And you, yeah. again, you make an excuse for it. Well, I can't sleep, so I read until I go to sleep. Yeah, but the thing is, I I know I have to pick my book up at that point where I've woken up. It's two o'clock in the morning. Your head's going crackers. Yeah, I'm thinking about all the life crap. And then I think, right, if I read my book, it, and it genuinely does take me into the book, and then I end up falling asleep again. Um, but kids, yes, I think. I read this article near the start of the week and you know you get your screen time. Do you get a screen time report on your phone? Yeah. So I get mine every week and hand on heart, mine's about four and a half hours a day. But I do, a, I, and again, this is me making excuses for it. I do a lot of social media for work, for the radio station. I post a lot of things for the quiz. But I do know that I look at it too much, right? After reading this story, I thought, you know, at night, if we're watching a television program and we're all laid on a sofa each, Honey's never off a phone. No, her that phone is in between the telly and uh, and thing. And every time there's a break, right, all three of us pick us phones yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. No. We don't talk to each other. See, but again, like I know I was doing it last night, and I thought I I could feel that you were you knew I was doing that, but I was talking to Leo, you know, and and for me, oh god, that's different. No, no, but that's it. You see, for me, that five minutes break that's just going on is like a bit of time that I need to speak to people because I feel like literally this week I've had no time this is what I'm saying so so for me it's like quick I need to message that person or oh Leo's messaging me let me quickly reply to him you know so I don't know but yeah I I do agree and I think people have their phone in their hands far too much so the other night after reading this story it happened to be the night me and you had had a Barney an argument I came home from work and I'd read this and what I did at work is because sometimes at work I put a song on and I'm scrolling TikTok and I can say, oh, but I might find something for radio. It's rubbish. I'm doing it because I can't stop myself doing it. Yeah. I came home from work the other day and my charger, my phone's one of these with the magnet charger. It was called MagSafe. I went upstairs, put my phone on the charger and I didn't look at it until bedtime. Yeah. And even at bedtime, I didn't look at it. I just put my headphones in. I looked to see if I got any messages because my job, 
they'll text you at any time of day, yeah. especially if there's something you've got to talk about on the radio. But uh, other than that, so that's my new thing now. At home, when I get home and it's us, yeah, I don't want my phone. The phone is not a member of my family, you know what I mean? And every minute I'm on it is a minute I'm not with you guys. But that's because for all you, the, the three girls, every time you're on your phones, and it would be very difficult to persuade Honey of this, like, leave your phone upstairs and let's just have some evening. Yeah. And I'm not saying it as a boring old fox, I'm yeah. doing it myself. No, I know, I know, but I think, especially her age group, and 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 Leo, they, they all do it where they're having chats on Snapchat or whatever, you know, like, because when what we used to do after school is go and hang out with our mates. And I know that's, but, and kids out here, because they don't live near their friends, that's their way of hanging yeah. out with their mates. So I do get it. But for, but for mental health reasons, that night, I looked for my phone so many times. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And I kept thinking to myself, this is why you've done this. Because it's not a limb. We treat it like it's an extra limb. Mm. And we treat it like, and it's the same for adults. We think we're missing something. You're not missing anything. Because people tell you too much crap on there anyway. Yeah. You think you're missing it, but oh, you're not. Oh, we used to survive all right, didn't we? And I think people I'm off Facebook. Were happier. And I, sometimes I think, oh God, I need to be back on Facebook. And, and this is my justification. I could find out what's happening grassroots in Dubai and it give me the local stuff to talk about on the radio, right? Rubbish. Yeah, no. I'd end up on there scrolling and hating. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So, um, that's it. That's the end of the uh, Week in Review, our second Week in Review podcast, right? That's all the stories you might have missed. We've not done any of the big stuff, King Charles and all that. It's not what this is about. You, you will have all seen that news anyway. So we'll be back midweek sometime with another live version of this podcast. With the, Still got a bit of holiday left, right? Yeah, we've got a few more holiday clips. Then we're going to have to do one where we, t- we didn't record a holiday one in Britain. No matter how many times I asked, we never got round to doing it. So And now I'm forgetting it all. I might have to get my diaries out, actually. So okay. we'll do that because there was some great stuff that happened in Frampton on 7. <laughs> so thanks for listening uh, I hope you like the week in review get in touch husbandandwifepod at gmail.com and if you like the podcast tell a few of your mates about it again yeah. don't need the plaudits but it'd be nice if more people were getting involved yeah uh, we'll see you next time everybody see you later the end selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.